Hello and welcome to season two of Movie Notes <laughs> with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different movie feast. This week we have special guest, Laura Ellen. Hello. Are you uh, honoured to be on this podcast? Yeah, I really am. How many episodes have you listened to? <laughs> um, one whole one. And it's because the, I made you listen and to the it. start of three of them, I think. Wow. You got as far as the start. <laughs> yeah, they're quite, they're quite long. They're quite long. And I have a lot of podcasts on my list. Yeah. yeah also, yeah. I haven't seen a lot of the films, so... Or I want to see them and I don't want to ruin Spoil them. It. Yeah. What a great start to season two. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely am really happy. Great. We're glad to finally have you on. Yay. Um, this week we're going to be reviewing the Netflix movie Annihilation, or as I like to call it, Annihilation. <laughs> I prefer that. That's what they call it in America. Actually. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Which is a very interesting sci-fi movie. Um, we'll give you the warning now. Spoilers ahead. There is no way we could review this movie without spoiling the living crap out of it because the, it, it just brings up so many questions and we want to answer those questions. And also we'd like this podcast to be longer than five minutes because we could <laughs> yeah. just say, this is kind of what happens, it's, it's good, and, and, it and that's so all we can crazy. say. We could go through the entire podcast just going, you know that thing with the thing yep. when, oh, when thing, thing happens? Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Well, we're not going to do that because we are quality broadcasters mm. is what we are. Yeah. Mm. Hence why we're now in season two of Movie Nosh. We made it. We made it. Look we made it. <laughs> season Look how far two. we've gone without talking about Fast and the Furious this season. Had to do it. Just ruined it. A minute and a half in. All right. Uh, I think it's now time to start the theme tune. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you going to sing a theme tune? No, no, no. You don't have to sing it. Oh. It's just that we always... <laughs> We would just say start the theme tune and I cut at this point on the podcast and put the theme tune. Your in. face was brilliant. But I just wanted to touch your nose. Oh, like, oh. Shit, I'm not singing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start this episode off with a bit of movie news. Movie news. It's movie news. It's Josh Lewis's movie news. <laughs> So, I'm going to do some movie news in the style of a proper movie channel. No, a proper news channel, I should say. Oh, I like that. So, before I give a, a, a news headline, I need someone to go, bong! <laughs> bong! Uh, apparently, the Miles Morales Spider-Man movie by Marvel has been cancelled. Does oh. anybody need further elaboration on what that means? Just snow. No, because in the Marvel comic universe, and I'm doing air quotes right now for people listening. Right. Um, oh, it was a, it was a black, black, black Spider-Man. Spider -Man, yeah. Hence the song Black Spider-Man by Logic. Oh. And Saturday okay. um, um, The Black Spider-Man was called Miles Morales. Apparently Marvel were considering doing a separate movie for him, and it's been axed. Well, they're Black Panther. You can't have too much. I just think like it's black yeah. people on screen. I mean, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, they had their movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is so true. This is uh, season two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do they cancel it? Is any um, I, I don't know. I'm not going to read into it too much. But my gut says it's just there's too much Spider-Man already. That that Tom Holland. I agree with great, that. Tom Holland's done such a great job as Spider-Man. There were just too many superheroes anyway, aren't there? And yeah. Spider-Man's the worst one. <gasps> Sacrilege. No, you can't stand yeah. Spider-Man. Super, no. Superman's the worst one. Yeah, true. He's, he's just invincible. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, Bong. No. The second bone. Um, the Deadpool 2 trailer arrived today. Ooh. Ooh. Depends when this episode's going out. This might be very old news, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's Yeah, Ryan Reynolds tweeted it himself, or Facebooked it. I can't remember what he did, to be honest. But ah. I watched it, saw the trailer. It looks like... Um, they're going to have, he's going to have his own team called X-Force. Nice. Oh, instead of X-Men. Well, it's, it's actually a thing in the comic book universe. There is um, a team called X-Force, I think. No, no, that's, that's Alpha Flight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my nerdiness coming out of there. Alpha Flight is the Canadian version of the X-Men. Oh, that's Wolverine. fucking hilarious. Oh. Yeah, they all just go around going, hey, <laughs> nice day, eh? Hey. Um, I, I don't know where I'm going to go with that. Um, apparently he turned down like 150 million uh extra to his budget just to have a bit more creative control which I think is quite Fair. brave yeah so it's only got a budget of around 100 million whereas it would have had a 250 million but he said no I don't need that much money yeah I'd rather use the, the, the studio kept out you think they would have learned a lesson by now wouldn't you they still make loads of money though they do true they? yeah and Fox is now owned by Marvel anyway so it's all part of that huge movie machine I didn't machine. know that yeah. I, well, I don't know if it's owned yet but they are That's definitely emerging yeah in fact, there's loads of rumours about um, what new superheroes are going to star in the new Infinity War film. 
Not that any of you guys care. Because I don't know what that you're is. You're but... superhero movies. Mm. <laughs> you know, you've watched so. um, a lot, but I don't know. I don't know who that is. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what was it called? Infinity Warfare. Infinity Warfare. The Avengers one. The new one that comes out in the April. Yeah, no. Welcome to the movie podcast. Bong, bong. Okay, one final bong. Uh... We don't have to do two. We could do. A, we could just leave it with two bongs. Do one more. Do one more. Uh, John Boyega says Star Wars Episode 9 will be all oh. out war. Wow. Yeah. Yay. Cool, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. Isn't it? How does he know? <laughs> that's a Did he write question. it? I don't know. Um, Has he read it? I've also heard, extra bong, that um, Pacific Room 2 has not been screen tested very well. I feel like it's because John Boyega has an English accent in it, even though he is actually English. I just think he sounds ridiculous with his English accent. He does sound. Have you the seen the American him? one? Sounds more fitting to him. No, no. I watched the one Graham Norton. It fitted him well, and I saw him in that film Attack the Block. Yeah, my next door neighbour knows him. Really? Just mm. get him on the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I've been asking him to come on for ages, but I keep forgetting to eventually invite him on. So. I bet he's listening. We'll get you on soon, anyway. I bet he's. Listening. I bet he knows the theme tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he made the thing too. <laughs> Ride the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. Do, do, do. Um, so that's in the movie news. Mike, can you get us out? Movie news, that was movie news, that was Josh's movie news. Laura, can you take us out? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I think Mike did a great job. I always do a good job. <laughs> That's kind of what I do. So what does Mike do? He does a good job. He does the theme tunes. Yeah. So the great theme tunes. And I came up with that all by myself. <laughs> on, his, on, the, on the spot? On the spot. It's pretty amazing. On the fly. Yeah, I'll give it a bit of a summary. Uh, so, Natalie Portman is a biologist, uh, and her husband disappears. Boo, fuckity who? Uh, <laughs> so she puts her name forward for an expedition into an environmental disaster zone, where she, uh, which is what he was into. He loved his environmental it's what disaster he was into. zone. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then she doesn't find what she's expecting. Uh, the expedition team is made up of the biologist, an anthropologist, a psychologist, a surveyor, and a linguist. And they all have one thing in common, vulvas. Great synopsis, Mike. Thanks. Uh, so it's directed by Alex Garland, who we all know. Yes. Um, we're not sure how to pronounce. I know how to pronounce it. Well, I think I know how to pronounce it as well. So it is Ex Machina, but just because that's no, what not. I call it. No. Like, you guys might call it whatever you do. Definitely, but definitely Ex Machina. But I think it's Ex Machina, so that's what I'm going to go with. I mean, I, I go for Ex It's about Machina. a machine. What's Machia? Machina, it's the Latin. Yeah, it's, it's oh, the Latin. Everybody knows how Latin people spoke. <laughs> yeah. They actually made me study Latin at school. It's like the worst thing. It's the thing about Catholic schools. I know, it's really bad. You go to Catholic school? Yeah, but we're not going to go. That's a whole other podcast. That's why you walk funny. <laughs> it's also why I should like to be dressing up as a nun. Mm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, so Alex Garland, who I don't think he's done anything else of note, really. I'm sure he's done one thing. But you can talk about People really did like um, Ex Machina, um, with starring the, the new Tomb Raider woman. Lara Croft, oh, yeah. who apparently has an Oscar. Is that right? What for? I've got no idea. Ah. Is she going for Ex Machina? Maybe, but it wouldn't be her. Surely it'd be like, no, He's directed no. out something else pretty big as well, <laughs> but I can't remember. That's really helpful. Uh, do you know? I don't know. I do really don't um, know. You know, Alex Garland wrote The Beach. Yes, that was it. Wow. I didn't know that at all. So he's, he was just um, wait, wait, no, he's a writer. He, he did the screenplay or he actually wrote the it, book? It just says, it says books, the beach. And when you go on the book, it has his name on the front cover. No fucking oh. way. Yeah, didn't know that. That is crazy. Yeah, who directed the beach? I want to say Ridley Scott. No, it was Danny Boyle, wasn't it? That was the one. <laughs> Close. Movie news. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't Danny Boyle. I just had a guess. You'd think we'd know more like being, right. a, being a... Um, I don't know. Being well pronounced. Right, because that's that was when you and McGregor fell out with Danny Boyle because you and McGregor wanted to be the lead and Danny Boyle didn't choose him and then they fell out for like ten years before they did Train Spotting Two. There is some actual movie news. Yeah, so, it, that's good. It is Danny Boyle. Yeah, um, so well I know he, he, well wrote, he wrote the beach, but then he also that did um, the movie Dread. He wrote on that as well. I really like Dread. Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, so he's, he's really into his sort of dark movies. Mm. Um, and this, yeah, this movie impressed. I thought it was my overall feeling was I was quite excited for this one as well because it was yeah, one of these. Yeah, me too. Um, it's one of these films that have been released immediately to Netflix in our country. In America and China, they they put it 
um, straight to the cinema. But over here, I think there must have been discussion where they said that Europeans are thick, they're not going to get it. Well, yeah. no, I think it's... It's not going to do well over My there. My understanding from what I read is that um, what a lot of movies are doing, a bit like Mudbound, is that they are coming out in cinemas in certain countries, but then they're just being distributed um, via Netflix and those kind of services in other countries. And the reason this one was is because when they did uh, screen tests in America, it was found to be too cerebral for audiences and they didn't enjoy it because they didn't understand it. I really don't understand that. No. At all. How was that stopped? The movie or...? No. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot I didn't understand about the film, but... I don't see how they think... Like, Arrival did so well. And well, that's the thing. Yeah. Arrival is one the same kind of movie as this, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I really don't... I really don't understand that. No, it's I think it would have done really well in the cinema over here. Yeah, and it's one of those movies where you leave and you're like, just can't help but yeah. talk about it. And even then, the, the, the cast is all stars, so Natalie Portman is the main biologist. Love her. Yeah, she's really kick-ass in this. Um, what's the name of the husband, the actor? Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac, that's the one. What was his name in this? Kane. Cool fucking name. It is a, it is a cool name. If I ever have a child, boy or girl, Kane. Yeah. Or Kane. It's a good, a girl. strong name. I think that Kane from WWE is running for mayor in this town. Of course he is. Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, I think he's hit rock bottom. Yay! <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> That's actually quite good. so wrong because it's the wrong wrestler. Anyway. Um, it doesn't matter. Wrestling, wrestling. Everybody got it. That's the main point. Uh, perfect adjunct number one. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee, who we all know from The Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, and she's. Yes, I really that. liked her character. Yeah. Tessa, cool. no, not Tessa Thompson. It is Tessa Thompson. Is it Tessa? I thought it was Jennifer Thompson. Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson is who was in uh, Balboa, and no, he was in, she was in Creed, sorry, yeah. and she was in Thor, Thor. Ragnarok. That's oh, I knew I recognised her from somewhere. Yeah. She was great in this, actually. I really she liked was. Her. Under. under, under Played her well. Mm. A nice one. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. She was a weird one. Like she played the character perfectly, but it made me. I don't know how I felt about that character. She she didn't really do much. Exactly. To be fair, she you didn't get to That's know her. That's what I mean. But this movie is based on a book. What's the name of the book again, Mike? The Southern Reach. Yeah, and it's the a Southern trilogy, Reaches. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Southern Reach is the apparently it's Jeff Vandermeer's, but I'd never heard of it. No, never have I. And apparently they're best selling. I'm, I I'm gonna it. read them. Yeah, <laughs> they will be best selling after this. this. I do want to read them, but at the same time... Nah, yeah, there's not enough time trilogy. for that. There's, there's three, so yeah. I can read also, the Also, you just one. watch the film. You don't now yeah. need to go back and read the book. However, there was loads of stuff in this film that was explained by the books that the movie didn't, didn't explain. And what I've noticed is there's such a dedication to hitting a movie exactly on the two-hour mm. runtime oh, these yeah, days yeah, yeah. that uh, it seems like... Um, movie producers are like, no, it needs to be two hours no matter what. So they'll cut stuff out. And I feel like a movie like this, you can't really cut stuff out. So there's a, a few points in there for, I'm guessing everybody's listening to this has watched the film anyway, because we give spoilers. But for example, when they first walk into the Shimmer, um, they walk through and all of a sudden they wake up in the tent, they're like, do you remember anything from the last three days? And everybody's like, no. And in the book, apparently, that's because... Um, Ventress, the uh, psychologist... Jennifer Jason Lee's Jennifer, character. Jennifer Jason Lee's character hypnotised everybody. And that's how they forgot. To help them sort of acclimatise to the way that time changes or some bollocks like that. Right. And that wasn't explained at all in the movie. I thought it was just time moves weird in there. Yeah, I that's kind of forgot of they that said. they forgot. Yeah. I became one of them. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's Because I forgot out. that they'd absolutely forgotten what they'd gone in for. Mm-hmm. Um... Because they put it around the same as like all of our compasses are malfunctioning and everything's yeah. not working because we've just gone in. Yeah, I think it made sense just leaving it like that, to be honest. I yeah. probably didn't need the extra You just need to know that there were some strange things going on. It's not a normal place. There's yeah. bound to be strange uh, reactions, not just to their equipment, but to them. And it just made, I think it just put me on edge straight away. The first half, 45 minutes of the film, and as soon as I went into the shimmer, I was like eyes open looking at yeah, weird shit. Yeah, it was yeah. nice, um, it's beautiful. And yeah, that's a good point because beforehand it's kind of like a bit of a grey film and then as soon as I step into the shimmer as soon as you see the shimmer and it looks like an oil slick yeah then you step in and it's all the cinematography just like pow yeah smacks you in the face look at all these colours that you've been missing for the last <laughs> 45 minutes you uh, see it in all like the um, the flora and the fungi and all like mm, there's all these yeah. really beautiful vibrant colours going around uh, and I, I love how they set that up there was a bit I noticed that in particular when they were kayaking and it was um, Natalie Portman's character called 
Lena. Lena. Lena, that's the one. Um, in in the kayak with Shepard, and they're explaining how everybody's fucked up. Someone's a druggie and all this kind of stuff. But even all the trees, they put like extra flowers on and this sort of colorful, colorful looking moss, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. So I, I just love it's that. It's gorgeous world, isn't it? Mm, mm, really beautiful. Um, Which I think is a good um, it's good dichotomy to the the potential and underlying horrors that were awaiting mm. yeah. and not just the, well the fact that they were all you know they say they're all drug addicts and and there's all some there's something not quite right about all of them they're all self-destructive yeah how yeah. did you feel about that because i kind of i like the premise but i thought they made it way too obvious which ruined it yeah so i didn't think they needed to say like everyone's backstory like this is why she's messed up and doesn't want to come out this is why she and it just felt a bit like linear so they, that was the only time it was guilty of that really because it does leave a lot to be discussed there's not there's not a lot of this film that says tells you exactly what's going on no um, but that was a bit it was a bit out it of it ruined it a little bit I think bit. you notice it more because it says hi I'm this person um, here's my backstory yeah, it makes me an interesting character exactly whereas the rest of the film doesn't really do that it doesn't explain what's going on it almost like needs to though because otherwise there isn't really much character development for any of the characters mm, but I think like so you know the girl that was self-harming mm. I don't think re- there's a really cheesy line which like is kind of probably like is good but then she was like oh because she's suicidal it's like no because she just wants to feel something but I'm kind of like you could have like just shown that from her acting yeah. you could kind of tell by the way she was like giving into the shimmer and stuff that she mm. wanted to, something else or just give a, give a little close up to her arms that were scarred yeah, yeah something like that gotten it, something a bit more subtle but yeah too much exposition a little bit but that, that's like like you said the only time it's ever guilty yeah. because the rest of it is like leaving you guessing yeah mm. yeah um but yeah, there, there, there is a theme of self-destruction in the film, as they say. Everybody who's going in there is a self-destructive person. But they do say as well, that, like, people going in there are going in there for a reason. You wouldn't be a yeah. sane person who's got everything to lose and, and still go into it because yeah, everybody else who's gone into it so far hasn't come back out alive, so... But I guess that they all had a reason, but for all the others it was self-destruct, but for her it wasn't. But that was most people's reason for it. I suppose. Yeah, for her, she wanted to. She said she owed her husband something, didn't she? So yeah. she was going in there because um, she wanted to rescue him. In a way, she said that you so, know yeah. she can't do anything out here. So she has to go in there to figure out how to cure him and all that bollocks. I wonder if he, like, how much choice he had about whether he volunteered to go in or not. Because if he knew she was cheating on him, mm. whether he was kind of like he wanted to just get away from her, or whether he didn't. Yeah, no, whether I think he, he was told you have knew. to go there. Oh. No, I think he knew um, that he was that she was cheating on him, and that's yeah. why he's that's why he and he couldn't bring himself to tell her or break break up with her because he loved uh. her. So he went on this suicide mission. Yeah, um, because that's because we all know uh. men prefer to do that than fucking talk to their girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. Talk about their feelings. Yeah, fuck communicate. that. I'd rather walk uh. in front the of a bus. Of communication. That's yeah. what it's all about. That's really sad. Actually, <laughs> it is sad, and there wasn't there was a lot of this film that was. Um, pretty crushing so the biggest what uh, during this movie I did sort of get a bit distracted and I was I was lost a few times but there's a part in this film where immediately I was brought back into uh, what was happening it's this weird fucking bear thing yeah I literally was going to say was it the giant bear and the bear with no face the bear with a bear faced bear like a weird fucking face and every time it screamed it it was uh, Cassie's voice coming out Shepard Shepherd's voice. Yeah. Cass Shepherd. Oh, is that a name? Yeah. Nah. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, mate. And I yeah. thought it was, that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. Where That's messed up. Where a bear up. opens its mouth and it's kind of like a roar, <laughs> but it's yeah. fucking a human's voice coming out of it. And mm. I mean, I've been in, you know, I've seen Barney the Purple Dinosaur. I've seen <laughs> that shit before, but not to this extent. And it was really, really, mm. probably one of the creepiest things I've seen yes. this week. Um, and afterwards and that that grabbed my attention and then afterwards one of the characters says to um, Natalie Portman's uh, character that she her most terrifying um, let me get it up like the most (laughs) more about the podcast (laughs) Um, so she says that Cass Shepard her biggest fear or the biggest fear of somebody who's suffering with cancer must be that you are remembered by your friends and family as this fearful, scared, sick person and you're not going to be remembered 
as the fun-loving, yeah. cool person that you were before cancer's taken its hold and fucked you up and made you really, really scary. Um, I think it's just something like, it must be horrible to have the last memories of you being of fear and pain and to have those memories live on. And this fucking bear is walking around <laughs> yeah. Cass's last memories being Oh. spewed out of his mouth going me help me that's awful and it is fucking dark it's like the darkest yeah. thing I've ever heard uh, and I thought it was a great observation uh, not only from the character and I don't know if they do it in the book or, or if Alex Garland came up with it but that when you're living with cancer of course you're scared of dying but also how fucking scary must it be that your last memory isn't going to be of you as, as how you were it's going to be yeah. of you being scared shitless and mm. weak and on death's door um and then a fucking man bear pig comes and blurts yeah. that out all the time. It's the bear faced bear. It was just. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually had like the front of its face was missing the skin and its eyes were on the side. And the rest of it was a bear. It, yeah, it, it was horrible. But it was but the, fantastic. I thought it was really yeah. good filmmaking. And I want, and at that point I was like, why isn't this on the fucking cinema? It was such a. Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a great and visually intense, and everyone was quiet on the screen. I was quiet in the, in yeah. the room. Um, and then there's some confrontation and then bam the bear just rips somebody's jaw off it was fucking sick <laughs> yeah there were loads of really tense moments that was one of them and me and you were watching it together Laura and I was sat on the edge of my seat behind which bit? oh <laughs> the one with the bear oh yeah but you said there was another no you said there were two tense yeah, moments yeah there was, there was another, so another tense but the other tense moment for me the one where I was like really struggling to watch it but could not take my eyes off the screen was when um, Oscar Isaac's character Kane was cutting that guy's stomach open on the video. Oh, stage. I love so that bit. That's... And the, the intestines were like running around sad. Even he puts his hands underneath it and lets it run over his fingers. And I was like, Ey! yeah, that was it's fucking gross. It looked really real as well. Yeah, yeah it really did. Again, I've not seen good. anything like that before. I think this this film was horrifying in a lot of new ways. Yeah. But it's like it was, but then it was also like stunningly beautiful as well. Mm. Yeah. Is, and which is great. I really like that. Yeah, I really like that too. And then the bit that I remember is like the human-shaped flower vines. Yeah. They cool. really were really eerie for me. They were eerie, but they were pretty. It was yeah. weird. It was like, they were pretty, exactly. but scary at the same Did, time. Like, this is nice, but like, so, whoa. Uh, the thing was, they said... Um, I could decide when it came to the flower people what happened. Was it that people had turned into flowers or that flowers had... The, the way they explained it first was that there was a... Whatever the human gene is that expresses how the shape of your body, the one that says your head goes here and your shoulders go here and all that kind of stuff, yeah. there's a gene for that. Like, Hox, I think it was called, the Hox gene, something like that. Um, and how somehow that gene had been refracted into plants, so that the plants then ended up growing the shape of people. However, and you had the um, uh, Tessa Thompson's character who was, what was her job? What was her name? She was uh, a um, paramedic, wasn't she? I think you're right, yeah. Um, she No, she wasn't. That was the one that held them hostage. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what she what she was. She's a physicist. Yes, she was, because yeah. she was the one that figured out what was going on. Yeah, with all the radar signals. Anyway, she she slowly starts growing plants out of her like she's I am Groot's wife or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And, and all of a sudden you turn the corner and she's disappeared because she's turned into one of those flower people and you don't know which one she is. So the question is then. Were the rest of those flower people people that turned into flowers, or were they flowers that turned into people-shaped Neither. Structures? I think it was like... I mean, I'm Actually, not a, I'm other, not, I'm not a scientist <laughs> or anything, maybe, but I think it was more like DNA was mixing. So it was never like it started out as a human or it started out as a flower. It's like just things are multiplying and mixing, so then it creates new stuff. From you said it was both? Uh, yeah, it was like... Like half a flower DNA, half a human DNA put together, yeah, and then but what I'm saying is that Tessa Thompson's character yeah. turned into the flowers. She started off as human and became flowers. Yeah. Whereas the other flowers, what I'm wondering is, was it the same for them, but or did then, they start? And that's an interesting point though, because then wasn't the whole point because she was so self-destructive and she didn't like her life and she almost wanted to feel something else. She let herself be taken over by it. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. a bit. It didn't. What well, a very it's... grandiose moment. I thought that her death. And Shepard's death were a little bit lacklustre. Mm. There was no, there wasn't enough of a build-up to it, and there wasn't enough of her character for me to care when she died. Yeah, specifically well, for which one? Shepherd's, for sorry, for the physicist. Yeah. When, when she died, I was a bit like, Meh, she's not. Meh, really she wasn't there she anyway. Wasn't she, got sad. A, she got a shoulder nibbled a bit by the no face better. <laughs> yeah. And, and Shepard. <laughs> And she, she got attacked, it was like bang. She's but gone. that's not fair. She actually figured out exactly what was going on. Yeah. She was the smart one. Hmm. 
Which one? But it's yours. Yeah, yeah, but then it wasn't that. She wasn't that engaging. But she, mm. she, she just gave up, didn't she? That's yeah. why they've all gone in there to. to but whereas she gave up because she was unhappy, but then um, the woman whose name I can't remember, the blonde one, she kind of gave up because she thought it was beautiful and she thought it was like the future of evolution and like. Yeah. yeah, like she gave herself to it because it's like something new. So yeah. I think that's a good point to start talking about the ending of the film then. Um, what do you think happened? Ooh. <laughs> what happened in that chamber underneath the lighthouse with Ventress and. Um, with Ventress? Lena? Yeah. Uh, so I think. Whatever the alien life form is, uh, takes does enter enter Ventress, and so Ventress in her last stages knows, um, like fully experiences what this new alien thing is, and it's so alien that she can't even describe it. Like she just mm. doesn't know it's what like, it is. Bah! It's not carbon based. It's not like a. It's not. A, it's not a thing. It's just an alien. It's just science. Yeah, it's completely. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely. We can't understand it. We can't comprehend it. Mm. Like God, we just can't comprehend what. You know, when you first see her in that chasm underneath the light, she's got no eyes, has she? And then she turns around and she's fine. It's the strangest thing. It's just the whole film's really freaky. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to tell because her face is quite shadowy. Ah. It looks like her eyes are just like her face is normal, but her eyes aren't there. That's the only. I bet there was so much stuff that was altered that I didn't Mm. even notice. I didn't even notice the tattoo until you pointed it out at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Ouroboros tattoo. Oh, he's got the name and everything. Or a boss. So, so yeah, she she ends up being assimilated, I guess is a good word, yeah, yeah, by the exactly thing. Right. But then she gets turned into the mimic of Lena. They use the material. Because at the minute, there's nothing there. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Ventress oh. gets ripped apart into all its very basic time molecules. Yeah. To the point where you can see a little cells oh. flying yeah, on the yeah. screen like little tiny squishy jellyfish. I don't get that. And then um, becomes this massive pulsating anus <laughs> and that's not the, the, the reason beautiful. I say that is <laughs> it's be- it was it's beautiful. the most beautiful anus I've ever seen yeah. um, but there's a reason I say that and that's because the shape of that reminded me of flower and I think this is on purpose um, when you're a fetus um, obviously you're not baby shaped straight away and the very first thing to develop is your arsehole how do you know that? Because I did a biology Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so we're all arseholes at one point. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we're, at one point, we all start off as arseholes. And that's what starts off. And you become this kind of, like, literally just an oblong shape with an arse at one end, and what then becomes your mouth at the other end before you develop it. Some of us never develop further than that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I've had a few exes like that. And so that I think that actually reminded me a lot of that that, that point and there was this whole theme about cells dividing becoming yeah. other things and evolving into more complex life forms and I think that was the point of that shape I'm over no I think, I think you're absolutely a biology degree more than it, I think you're right it's the great thing about this film is you can do what you like with it yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name it's something like a deuterosome or something like that that's what we called at that stage um, and then it, it slowly becomes the form or a similar form to Natalie Portman's character Lena yeah it starts the mimicker yeah that was Creepy. Yeah, and we're trying to figure out, like, is it trying to attack her? Is it trying to kill her? Because she's pushing against the door at one point, and it's crushing her into the door. It's doing the same as her. It's, yeah, literally all she's doing is pushing forward, and it's behind her pushing forward as well. Yeah. So I thought if she if she relaxed, it would relax as well. Um, I can't even remember if she gets out of that. She, she passes out, and so she's not pushing oh, yeah. forward anymore. Oh, yeah, 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 and then she falls And they both down. collapse. Mm. Um, yeah, really strange film. And, and what's great about the end of this well, in that that scene is about ten minutes of just no speaking whatsoever, and it's just you're watching what's happening, and and there's no need for it because the story's being told through other means rather than explaining what's happening. Well, Laura mentioned something yesterday about it um, being quite like a, a ballet. Yes, yeah. I know yeah, it wasn't yeah. a ballet; it was a yeah, it's like, dance. Um, yeah, like um, what's it called? Um, contemporary dance. Contemporary, contemporary dance. dance. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. It was. It was. It was a great. But scene. also really intimidating as well. Yeah, very. You freaky. could feel like at any time it was going to flip, or like you didn't know what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because it's alien and it's scary, and you don't really know what's going on, and it's like meeting somebody's but uh, then your as well, partner's parents for the first time. <laughs> yeah, but then as well, like when they when she first touched it, when she first touched it, that was kind of weird and. I was thinking as well, even though it's not you at all, like the fact that she was just able to kill it like that. I don't know if I've just been allowed to kill a carbon copy of myself. The real question everybody asks is, if there was a, a weird mimicky clone of yourself, would you have sex with yourself? No. No, but I'd want no. to make it into like an awesome version of me. Well, Why I'm don't you just do that to yourself? Very much awesome version. Awesome it's too late for me. Like, <laughs> this is like a new one with like... Aww. No. Aww. 
Um, would you have sex with your clone version? I totally would. What? Really? But then it's obvious that I just love myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> would you? Obviously. No. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> you brought it you up. You just don't love yourself. No, I didn't. Just brought oh. it up. Just the one who came up with it. <laughs> I have um, no, no, no. I'm the sick bastard in this podcast. <laughs> would you yep. give or receive yourself? I'd try both. <laughs> Maybe both at the same time. Fucking okay, hell. No. Wow. The, the full on uh, refracted 69, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's so many more places they could have gone with this film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've really missed it. Yeah, they've missed they the trick. That could be the sequel. Um, so, yeah, I think everybody, even if you don't like sci fi, I think you should probably watch this film. The only problem Who is. Who doesn't like sci fi, though? The, that's the only problem. It's very, very sci fi, isn't it? It's a bit. It's what sci fi should be, really. Yeah. It's that, you know, pushing the limits, thinking what could happen. Trying to think of brand new concepts that nobody's ever thought before because the universe is so great and phantasmical and ginormous and all these extra words that I'm making up. Um, that <laughs> ginormous. You, you just you don't know what's out there. Anybody who thinks we even know a, a slither of what is actually happening yeah. in the universe doesn't have a clue. And that's why I like watching sci-fi films because it starts to explore the ideas of what is possible. Yeah. Absolutely. And it creates a conversation. And this film's actually really, really deep. There's a lot going on. Um, and if you're if you're just looking at um, things that are happening on the screen, there's never like a wasted shot, and there's like loads of shit happening in the background. Like there's a book that she's reading, and that I looked up the the mean, the, the title, mm. and apparently it's about it's about this uh, cancer cell, which goes back to the whole bear screaming about a, a cancer sufferer who's dying, and it's the, the it's called Hela or something. It's, it's, the cancer cell is called Hela. The book is about this woman who uh, gives herself up to scientific um, experiments. She's got cervical cancer and they take her cancer cells and they get get reproduced all the time and they're still being used today. This was in the 50s. So she's living on as cancer. That's amazing. How fucking dark is that? Yeah. Yeah. And And all that is, is a title in a book. That Lena's reading mm. on the sofa. So so much attention to detail. Yeah, it's like, and they don't really even call all the bits out. So there's the points with the glasses of water. Yeah, because no, I remember the, the first time that Kane comes back at the start, they're holding hands at the table, and they're showing the hands through the reflection of the glass. It looked weird, and I just couldn't take my eyes off it, and it just made it all warped. And again, mm. that's that's the light refracting as it goes yeah. through water. That's a big theme, refraction. Yeah. Uh, and then it's the the tattoo that you mentioned before what do you call it the Ouroboros Ouroboros it's like a snake eating Mm. his own tail yeah and that that tattoo originally wasn't on Lena's arm it was on the Ah. paramedic's arm and it didn't even show the point or make a big deal of when that transfer happened I did did notice it happening though yeah so I think but is that what it is a snake eating its own tail yeah so it's It's, like infinity it's it's kind of like cyclical so you know you were saying like um it's the water like refracting it's like everything like went in and then got so diluted but it's still all the same recycled yeah. cells everything just started from one cell and it's all just going back to that yeah they were saying like things must be destroyed for new things to be yeah, created yeah a bit like dinosaurs mm. it's like the, uh, what's that what was that god that I kept going on about the other day the god yeah the Indian god oh. is it Ganesh the god of destruction I don't know yeah. destroyer but it's like that God destroys so that more life can, like, yeah, creation can happen. Yeah, you've had your time now. Yeah. Um, like when you, when you chop off the dead heads of plants. Oh, yeah. So that fresh ones can come up. Oh, oh wow, this is getting so, so deep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So deep. Um, I have a question. Question? And this is aimed for you, Laura. Okay. So um, how did you feel about this being a cast of full-on five kick-ass women... And it's really weird that you say that because um, I didn't even realise that it was until I read something about it on the Guardian today, and they were like, "Yeah, like all female." I was like, "Oh my gosh, I hadn't even realised." And if you'd have asked me that question before, I would have said like the character development, everything was great. But then as soon as I realised, I almost felt because there's not a lot of films like that. I then felt this pressure that it should have been like amazing. So then I was like, mm, "They could have done it better." But if you'd have asked me just in terms of a normal film about the cast, I'd have said it was really good. So I think it was really good, but there's always that pressure then. It has to be amazing. Mm. Yeah, um, I know So mean. I don't really know now. Like I think um, 
it's only in hindsight as well you realise there's a lot less action and a lot more kind of like talking about things, which yeah. at the time I thought made the film a lot better, but it's weird then when you point it out, I almost feel like it was missing action, even though it wasn't, it was like full of action. I made a joke to you yesterday and said, um, like when they were kayaking through the boat, I was like, look, they're talking about all the feelings. Yeah, I know, but that's <laughs> why... saying if it was a full male action but film... But that's another there, like, reason oh, why, like, you know, I said I didn't like the way they made it so blatant about everyone's backstory. Yeah. That's another reason I didn't like that, because it's like, oh, yeah, women all talking about, oh, obviously we're so messed up, and, like, this is why we behave how we do, and, like, that maybe, maybe is another reason why I resented that a little bit more as well. I think that the, the fact that they're, they're not necessarily in the military, but they're doing a military exercise which is a typically masculine thing. Mm. Yeah. It kind of removes also from the fact that there's four, four women doing it. Because what they could have done is, met, is is not had that masculine tie to four female characters and just let them be four, you know, scientists. Mm. Yeah. But they had to give Lena, who is, I'm not sure what her, her backstory, like her, what she's is her science? She's in the army for seven years and she's also yeah. a yeah. yeah, exactly. So she's... She's not just a scientist. She's also no. got this masculine thing, and they all they all did as well. Yeah. And um, her character was great. Yeah, yeah, she was a great character. The bit where she's firing at the um, albino alligator at the start, and she's just cool as a cucumber. She's not scared of anything, is she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's um, very logical. Yeah. But what would what, what, it would have been cool if she was a, a character with with weakness who was fucking shit scared of an alligator or a crocodile or but whatever. I guess the fuck her it was. weakness was the self destructive tendency and the way she like messed up her life and did things that made her hate herself. So. Yeah. I Which didn't we're mind all her. Of. Yeah, exactly. I didn't mind her character so much. No, they did make a good point about that. Whole, how everybody's self-destructive. Like we all drink and smoke, and mm. um, we're all adulterous in our relationships. And, well, I mean, mean yeah. <laughs> but then it's like cli- like bigger issues as well, like climate change, like how many refugees yeah. there are right now, and we're all just kind of like la 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 la, <laughs> like. Wait, where did refugees go into? It? No, it's just like everything that's going on in the world right now. Like not in the film, but like. I just look at stuff that's going on in Syria the planet, and I'm like, the planet is, yeah, exactly. Is and we're just like, oh, we know about it, but oh well. Yeah. Get a plastic bag. God, that's such a deep film. Yeah. <laughs> it oh was, my gosh. It was great. Um, uh, very, very good. What did you want to give it? I'm, I'm a bit conflicted about what I wanted to rate this film. Um, I love the amount it made me, me want to talk about it. Yeah. I love that it was very much open to interpretation. Um, but I felt it, it lacked a few points in the plot that it it should have it felt like there was gaps in there like they should have mm. explained a few things a little bit better stuff like um, Shepard's death I thought was a little bit too quick and I didn't really care enough for the physicist when she died so I felt like some of the character development was a little bit thin yeah. and felt a little bit forced in places like when you're saying they were explaining about people's um, self-destructive natures yeah. uh, so I actually just want to give this film a 7 overall I loved the concept of it and I loved some of the ideas in it. It was beautifully shot, but I did feel like it was missing something somewhere mm. and that the ending was a little bit lacklustre in a way. I don't know. It just it didn't quite hit home with me as much as I wanted it to. What about you, Laura? I kind of agree with all of that, but I think one thing I loved about it was just like visually how amazing it was as well, which... It's kind of weird because I don't have a really strong feel- feeling about it, but I was, like, glued to it. Mm. Um, I'd maybe give it seven and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Right. me to the post, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> what about um, you? Yeah, I think it's a seven. It's gorgeous. Um, yeah. But I did get distracted by things that weren't happening on the film at one point because it didn't really have me all the time it's a bit but then slow it, but then it did that's some fucking standout know, scenes the bear the end I really liked the end when he, when he when she meets the giant arsehole yeah. and that on, <laughs> that on the screen must have looked amazing like you were saying the cinematography yeah. must have looked phenomenal and yeah. I'm gutted to be, I, I mean I would have happily gone to see this in the cinema mm, same um, IMAX yeah Oh, for sure. And Especially I'm, with the soundtrack at the end. Really good. With the, what we found in the trailer when it goes... There's those weird noises. I said to you a few times, is that the soundtrack or is that the creature trying to talk? I wasn't sure. I think it was just the soundtrack at the end, but it did feel like... Well, who knows? It almost felt like aliens trying to communicate in a way. But, I mean, apart from a few guilty moments, I do like how it didn't try and hold your hand all the way through. And there were cool things that weren't mentioned, like the tattoo moving. Yeah. Glasses of water. Glasses of water, things like that. I think it's a seven. I think it's it's not perfect. Um, 
but it's very enjoyable and I think people should watch it and I reckon it will be quite divisive I would presume that anybody who has listened to this episode has watched the film yeah, so yeah, it'd be really yeah. good to know what you lot think uh, yeah. get in touch on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram at Movienosh and tell us what you thought uh, because I'm sure quite a few of you have some opinions on this but you must know in advance that they're all wrong and we're right yeah, yeah. So yeah. works. But, but thanks for trying yeah yeah so overall, that's a 7.1333 recurring <laughs> out of 10 Yeah. Uh, for Annihilation. So we hope you enjoyed it as well. Uh, coming next, it's game time. <laughs> so I am going to be Games Master. Because right. I love power and I don't get any in my own relationship. <laughs> so I'm going to enforce it onto you two. You keep score. Uh, I will keep score actually. All right. I have. I've got a pen and I've got paper. Right. So got my concentration face on. I'm going to read out some taglines <laughs> from right. famous-ish sci-fi films. Oh. Yeah. And you have to tell me the film. And we're going to call this game the Annihilation of Laura because I'm going to destroy it. Okay. All um, right, well, we'll see about that. Yeah, if not, it might call the annihilation of Josh. <laughs> if they're after 2000, I'll be all right. If they're before that, I'm screwed. Uh, they are after 2000. Awesome. Nearly, nearly exclusively right. after 2000. Boom, let's bring it on. But there are, there's one or two that are quite... Uh, was one I've not heard of, and there's one or two that are quite uh, not very well known. And one, <laughs> actually quite... Yeah, one that we've even put on this... Podcast. Oh, Ooh, well, clue. dear. Okay, so yeah, it should be great at that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's, she's listened to all the episodes you're doing. Twice. <laughs> okay, number one. In space, no one can hear you scream. Alien. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I haven't even oh. seen it. Wow. It's all right, neither's John. Stole that one from me. <laughs> Too slow. <laughs> uh, a new age begins. Uh, oh, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Which isn't a fucking sci fi. No, but, it's not. I go, why? I haven't seen it, but. It's a I'm superhero film. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, mankind was born on Earth. It was never meant to die. It's still oh, I knew that. I knew that one. <laughs> well done. Uh, your mind is the scene of the crime. Oh, I don't know. Uh, oh, Tom Cruise. Uh, what is that annoying? Vanilla Sky? Oh, no. no. I know what you're thinking. Um, it's not that. But oh, great, fine. But great game. Oh, you were thinking... Um, Minority Report. That was yeah. the one. Uh, what was your it mind again? Is the scene of the crime. Uh, your mind is the scene of the crime. I want to say... What do you want to say? Oh. Do you want a clue? <laughs> yeah. Is it Pacific Rim? No. Don't know. Serenity or Inception? It's Inception. That was what I was going to say. It oh, is Inception. Well done, That's Josh. what I was going to say. Oh, of course it was. was. Okay, this one might have to be a speed round. Okay. And I'm going to say it as quickly as possible. Okay. A long time ago, I'm going to go to the Star Wars. Whoa, I said it first. Like, no, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Mikey said it first. Laura said it first. Yeah, oh. I beat you Scores Star Wars. I haven't even seen Star it's Wars. It's been nice to you. Okay, free your mind. And the rest will follow. Is <laughs> <laughs> that more than 90s Aaron Brady? <laughs> Free your mind, I know this Free one. Free your mind. Yeah. Matrix? Yes! Boom! Unbelievable, Why Tekkers. is that unbelievable? Because I'm annoyed that I didn't get it. <laughs> because I struggle with that one. Because, yeah. And obviously if I don't get it, <laughs> then no one can. No way Laura's going to get it. He was never in time for his classes. Then one day, he wasn't in his time at all. Uh, back to the Future. Banana Man? I think you're right with Back to the Future. <laughs> No, it can't be. Banana Man. It's not on the list. <laughs> it's not Back to the Future. Ooh, oh, um... Yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rap chick. Same make, same model, new mission. Star Wars again? No. Transformers 2? This is post... Uh, sorry, pre-2000. Oh, um, tell me again. Same make, same model. Pre-2000, post-90s. Early part of the 90s. <laughs> First year into the 90s, That's maybe. the future? 91. No. <laughs> I thought it was Bastard Future 2 for a second, but... Uh, it is a sequel, obviously. Same yeah. make, same model, new mission. Same make, same model. Give us a clue. Cars, uh, clue is... Terminate 2! Yes! Oh, yeah. Obvious. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. After 700 years of doing what he was built for, He'll discover what he's meant for. Bicentennial man. No. Seven hundred years. 
Um, it's like 500 years too, too many. Yeah, but it takes them 300 years to accomplish it. Anyway. Seven. Oh. Um, say it again. After 700 years of doing what he was built for, he'll discover what he is meant for. No idea. Highlander? Is it a robot? I don't know. Uh, oh, I know what it is. Because <laughs> you just let me out there. Clue? Is it Edge of Tomorrow? The Iron Giant or Wally? The Iron Wall-E? Giant. Oh. Wally. It's Wally. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> and it's Wally. Wally. I already yeah. forgot how I used to feel about you. Oh, that's not very nice. Uh, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind. Yeah. Sci-fi, really? Yeah, definitely. It's more of a romantic sci-fi, but it's definitely sci-fi. I can't remember it now. It's the one where he gets... No, no, his... I know which film it is. I can't remember what. Um, be Afraid of the Dark. Sci-fi one. Yeah. Uh, Lights out. No, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal hmm. and a bunny rabbit. Oh, uh, Donnie Darko. Yeah, it's not really a sci-fi, is it? Oh, that's definitely sci-fi. It's yeah. about time travel. Oh yeah, that's true. I've not seen it in a long time. Mm. I thought it was just like a nice Easter film. <laughs> <laughs> History is about to be rewritten by two guys who can't spell. Oh, I know this one. Bill and Ted. Which adventure? Excellent adventure. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> what did you think it was? Um, it's, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's going to come to me. I don't know. You don't need to anymore because they'll no, figure it no, out. No, no, no. I'm working on it. The enemy's gate is down. Enemy at the gate. <laughs> no, can't be. I don't know. Uh, this is not an easy end quiz. This game. Yes. It's actually. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, I haven't seen any of these films. Look at her butt. <laughs> I don't like her to lose. Uh, fight your way to the front. Ooh! Snowpiercer! It is? Whoa! I've never heard of half of these films. You should watch Snowpiercer, it's great. Okay. We did Weird. review it as well. Weird, ah. very strange film. Mm. Live, die, repeat. Oh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. You can let oh Nora have a go. <laughs> no, it's fine. I wouldn't want to go softer now. No, and also I wouldn't have got that. She I always don't... moans when you do. Oh my gosh. Face your future, fight your past. Ugh. These are all starting to sound the same now. They are, aren't they? There must Face be some sort of theme. Future. It's all about time and facing up to your stuff. Next <laughs> time. No. Is it The Fifth Element? Haven't seen it. The Butterfly Effect. Oh. Seen Fifth Element. Or Looper. Um, Looper. Are you saying Looper? I'm definitely saying Looper. We're going for Looper. It's Looper. Shocker. Um, have you not seen Fifth Element? I don't know. It's one with Bruce Willis, Emilia Jokovic. Multipass. And um, she said, uh, Lilo, multipass. No, um, I haven't. Oh, she's do I so need to watch good. it? It's fucking great. Okay. Yeah, really good. Right, that's next on my list. Um, they aim to misbehave. Ooh, I know this one. Oh, of course you do. They aim to misbehave, I've no idea. The options are The Butterfly Effect, District 9, E.T., The Fifth Element, Gravity, The Iron Giant, or Serenity. It's or, not. Is it? It's definitely Serenity. It is Serenity, yes. What, what, it's what? one of the, the phrases that Cal says. Oh, yeah. No humans allowed. District 9. District 9. Laura got it. Oh. What, what? I think you'll find. I Listening back on so... the recorded evidence that is this podcast. <laughs> so I do need a pity point, but I don't like it. Don't no. let go. Uh, gravity? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't actually seen, seen that. I am pulling it out of the fire. You are, out of your own, the first part of you that was ever made. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it came from outer space. The thing? No. It came Eating. from outer space. Must be, right? No. It came from outer space. I feel like that's oh, one that's in the sea. Uh, the one with the famous guy and his kids. Uh... <laughs> the Will Smith one? Oh. No, um, Brad Pitt maybe? No, it's in the sea. The whole point is like the aliens are planted in the sea and then years later they like come out of the sea. Oh, War of the Worlds. Yeah. Um, it's not that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was the Iron Giant. Oh. That's Did you weird. That? There's only. Sorry, what? Have you seen the Iron Giant? I've seen the Iron Giant. It's great, but it's like my, the first movie I know of Vin Diesel from. Yeah, Vin Diesel. 
So didn't remember it though, did you? Mike got a point for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's afraid. He's alone. He's three million light years from home. E.T. as well? It's actually Eminem's greatest hit. <laughs> <laughs> it was E.T. Well done. Well done. Haven't seen it. E.T. point? Oh! You've never seen E.T.? <laughs> no, but I need to. I yeah, need yeah. to. Change one thing, change everything. Oh. Yeah. Including his stumpy little arms when he wakes up. That's oh, really yeah. free. I really like that film at the time. Mm. Yeah. I think I'd hate it now. There is no future without it. Without, uh, I feel like it's going to be. There's no future without like human dig, like human behaviors. Cock. No, but it's going to be one of those like. It's not enough to survive. Lost we need space. to have a reason to survive. There is no future without it. Nah, I don't think it's that deep. It's a great film though. Bruce Willis is in it. Maybe like your other one. Oh, it's the fifth element. Multi pass. Ah, that doesn't make any sense to me there. Well, there's no future. Oh, there's no future without the fifth element. Oh, what's the fifth element? Are you going to find out when is you watch love? the film? Might Maybe. be. <laughs> you fucking got it. <laughs> Can't believe Amazing. <laughs> Classic. Uh, 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 wind, fire. Wind I know fire. what the four ones and are. And love. And love, like and Interstellar. Bruce love. Willis's. Yes. Widow's Peak. Yeah. He's great in that. What do you think? Yeah, he is. He is. So is Millie Jokovic, so is Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker steals it, though. If I had to watch that, or E.T., or the other one that I've forgotten, which one? It just depends what mood you're in. I'd uh, say watch Fifth Element, you'll have more fun. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely fun. Right, I'll do that. Cool. Uh, have we got any more questions or have I annihilated Lauren? Yeah, no, you have. It's, it was 15 6. <laughs> annihilation! Yeah. It was annihilation. Well, I didn't were, know them. That's the They shame. were very. Next time you're on, we'll ask. 90s RB quiz. We'll ask intelligent questions and you'll wipe I'll the floor. I'll be way ahead. Wear. You'll need to go on a different podcast if you want to ask 90s RB questions. <laughs> we'll so, see. So, yeah. What would you do? Is that 90s? <laughs> yes. It is. Ah. No, noughties, but fine. Ah, yeah, close it. enough. Close enough. What's the song? What would you do if your mum was at home? And she's hungry. And she's going to sell her food or something. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> the gist of it. Food. Basically, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Um, okay. For a little bit of money. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Thank you for having our me. Our little project. Mm -hmm. It's great having you around. It's really fun, actually. We'll have to have you on again for season two. I would like that. Yeah. And season three and season Maybe four. Maybe season four, if we get that far. Oh, you guys, I'm sure you will. The only way we're going to get that far is if you listen to every single episode. Yeah, we need you. I am very busy and uh, this isn't going down well. I will listen to most every other one. Just, just put it on in the background when you're, you know, yeah. having a shower or something. I thought you were going to say taking a shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well do. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Like I said, let us know your thoughts on Annihilation. Um, and let us also know what other movies you want us to... To review because it doesn't have to be new stuff it can be old stuff i might start doing some reviews of movies that i've never seen that i should have seen right <laughs> yeah. now like i'd be great at that yeah we should review et e. e. come on <laughs> yeah. we should review the lift of element and do you know what et was um my mum and dad want to see that as their first date Aww. so i really probably should watch it uh, that must be what, why dan cinema? looks so funny <laughs> 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 is that the cinema yeah 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 and my mum took work with her because oh. she's crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's so that's their backstory. Playing hard to get. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? So, I'm just homework. so busy. This one got an A plus. You've got an F minus. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a long time we've been dating. I mean, yeah, like married for ages. Anyway, I don't know why we're talking about this. I just think it's quite sweet. That's very sweet. So I should probably should watch it. And uh, we'll end the podcast by saying hi, Laura's parents. Hi. Laura's parents. Don't listen. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you soon. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>